Okay, here we are. We're we're in the same room again. Yes, and I'm talking a little bit quieter because apparently I'm a big fat loud mouth who needs his mic turned lower. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes, we're in. I'm. I am in Texas. Back. Yeah. Back in Texas. Here we are. Yeah. And uh, it's been about 24 hours. I've already had barbecue and Mexican food. Because that's what you eat in Texas. Mm-hmm. But you uh, and Whataburger. No, it was Brahms, actually. Oh, yeah. Well, what I was saying was you eat you eat Whataburger in Texas. Uh, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's. It's totally fine. <laughs> as a non as a non-native Texan. I can say it is a hamburger. I feel my opinion on how people feel, how Texans feel about Whataburger is equivalent to my opinion on how Californians feel about In-N-Out Burger, which is you like it more than it deserves to be liked. I, so we lived in California. Do you recall anybody? I don't even recall ever seeing an In-N-Out Burger. Was that because we were in Northern California? We were in Northern California, and I think that's probably what it is. And also, we were there like 30 years ago. But when did In-N-Out start? Who knows? Oh. Well, anyway. Uh, yeah, I think there there's um, Whataburger, H-E-B, Dr. Pepper. Those are the three things that Texans like hold on to, and don't let go of for no reason. And guns. Well, I mean, the things that you eat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, you, you eat an H-E-B. <laughs> you eat things from H-E-B. Okay. But I still haven't gone. I've never had, been to eight, even though they built one down the road. Yeah. Central Market is H-E-B. Yeah, but it's like fancy man H-E-B. Yeah. Yeah. So it's got... It's, it's like a Whole Foods for people who don't know what H-E-B or Central Market is. Yeah. See, and again, like my experience with H-E-B was like... Because I, I lived in Waco, Texas for a, like about 18 months. Uh, and H-E-B was like the grocery store that I went to near my apartment building mm-hmm. there. And down there, like everyone's like, Oh, H-E-B's are so fancy and clean. I'm like, really? Cause it was kind of like the lame ghetto grocery store that was just nearby. It was like nothing special. And it was kind of gross. <laughs> was it the big H-E-B? I don't know. It, it was just an H-E-B. That's all I know. That How was big was it? Grocery store sized. I don't know what that means. That like could mean many the things. The size of any grocery store that you normally go to, it was that size. Okay, I yeah, I think though that's I think that's the small HEB. I think there's like a Walmart Supercenter style HEB that is gigantic. Okay, well, maybe that's the one they're talking about. I whatever, like that's like saying like, oh, I love McDonald's, and you're like, it's just a little thing. It's like, no, not that McDonald's. I'm like, well, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> The only one I've experienced in my life, so. Yeah, I guess it is like that. No, not all H-E-B. Well, not, it's, the, not the one that you don't like. Only the good ones are the good ones. I mean, that's a dumb... No, shut up. 
Yeah. That's that's not helpful or constructive. <laughs> I don't know. I still I have no basis for comparison. I've not been to an H E B. I don't know if it's dirty or not. I assume the new one that they just built is not dirty. So yeah, I, probably not because it's like brand freaking new. Yeah. Yeah. But if I went to one random one in Houston or something, it would probably be pretty scummy yeah. because it's in Houston. I mean, you can go to a brand new Walmart and it'll be nice for like three days. Yeah. But anyway, this is uh, this is still in beta. We uh, Texas edition. Texas. <laughs> I put in a whip crack or something there. <laughs> Which, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Or like a like a. Yee! I can't do it. I lost <laughs> it. It was starting and then I just died off. It was just like I got the yee and then it just died in my mouth <laughs> because I'm tired. <laughs> I couldn't bring myself to ha. No. I could only get to, I could only get part way through ye. I like I was a ye. Ye. <laughs> ye. Forget it. <laughs> yes. Well, that's that's some good energy we're bringing. <laughs> this is gonna be a little bit different than the last time we were we recorded, which I think was a little more. But we did just eat a bunch of pizza, so yeah. Yeah, I know. This is the the full of pizza edition. That's what it is. Yep. (laughs) And right there is what is what I put in a clip of like some like Italian. It's me, Mario. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Just the most stereotypical. I'll put in a clip of uh, (laughs) uh, what's his name, Bob Hoskins saying. He's Mario Mario. That's what I'll do. That's the most Italian thing I could do. <laughs> okay. The very oh. Italian Bob Hoskins. Yeah. Okay. Oh, did you... <laughs> did you watch the other Mario movie trailer? No. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, there's there's the one that was kind of a tease. Right. The one where you got to see his flawless Italian accent. Yeah. Yes. And then there's the longer, longer one. I don't know. I don't think I've seen the long form. Oh, because it has uh, other character voices trailer. in it. Yeah, not probably not. Mm. Well, I guess I'll say this: the Chris Pratt voice is like not the worst. <laughs> there's, okay, so there, you're saying that there's worse voices? Yeah, I would there. say the best. Who is Seth Rogen? I think he's Donkey Kong. Oh, of course, but he he's doesn't. In the, speak of course, in, he's in the movie in, in the trailer. I just guessed that <laughs> Seth Rogen was in it. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Who else? Uh, um, oh gosh, who's who was the guy that was dating Kim Kardashian? Now or was or something? I don't oh know. gosh, one of those other like SNL people that's no good. Seth Rogen wasn't an SNL person. Yeah, I know. I'm just. But I'm I, I'm not saying Seth Rogen was a was an SNL. Uh, uh, Wasn't he just like a Judd Judd Apatow person? <laughs> a Judd Apatow person. I don't understand what that means. He was in a bunch of those movies that are terrible. I he was in like all the pop movies. Yeah, I thought he was just like James Franco's co-star. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's true. <laughs> but then there were like 
Oh, but also you've got a weird voice. So now you'll be in every cartoon that is not Disney. Mm-hmm. Like, is he in, uh, is he in Trolls anywhere? I don't know. No. Trolls, like the Troll Doll Trolls? There are, there's two Trolls movies. I don't know. <laughs> uh, if it's Troll Doll Trolls, I'm going to say no. If it's not Troll Doll Trolls, I'm going to say yes. Okay, well, I guess just look but up... But this is just me guessing. Are you looking up Seth Rogen movies or Seth Rogen animated films? No, I'm looking up Kim Kardashian people to find out who that other guy was that also <laughs> is in the movie but probably isn't because I've gone on too long and couldn't think of his name now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's definitely not whoever that is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like... I like, like my... My not my pop culture references have now become like a freaking middle aged mom's references. Like <laughs> you know that guy who was in that other movie with that girl, but in that movie he wasn't any good because he was still young. Uh huh. Yeah, like that's <laughs> that's how I refer to all celebrities now because I don't know the names or faces of them anymore. Well, we just don't really have Pete Davidson that's it okay is he in the, is he in the movie i don't know who that is. <laughs> is is does he do what does he do i don't know but he's like way too famous for us to like not remember who he is i think he was like one of the people on saturday night live that wasn't very funny He was on SNL. That's true. <laughs> I guess. From 2014 to 2022. So, yeah, I was never going to see that. Um, I stopped watching SNL in like 2003. <laughs> <laughs> you, you quit during the Chris Kattan peak era or something? Yeah. <laughs> like, when it was... When it was when it was majority like Will Ferrell and Chris Kattan content, I was out. I was like, <laughs> I can't, I can't watch this anymore. <laughs> let me just let me just find Tina Fey's news events on YouTube, and then that'll be it. That's all I care about. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Let me find the Weekend Update stuff with Tina Fey. Yeah, do you remember when Weekend Update was like the worst part of Saturday Night Live? You mean when it was done by Colin Quinn? <laughs> or anybody? I mean, I don't think Dennis Miller was bringing the house down with Weekend Update. I don't remember. I was not old enough to get his jokes if they were jokes. <laughs> I was like five when that happened. So. Uh, and then like, and then like, uh, oh gosh, the other one. Again, my my Norm MacDonald? Yes, Norm MacDonald, who I feel like actively got booed when he did the weekend update <laughs> yeah like call like like dennis miller it was like there'd be a couple of people go like uh, colin quinn dead silence <laughs> norm mcdonald we hate this like active dislike yeah but that's what made it so good <laughs> Norm McDonald, Norm Norm McDonald approached Make Weekend Update by like I think actively trying to make it bad. Yeah, by like like he was. I I feel like they were like Norm, 
Um, nobody thinks you're that funny. Your comedy is all just being terrible and nobody gets it. So we're going to give you weekend update because that's where SNL comedians go to die. Uh, and then he was like, Oh yeah. Okay. I'll, uh, just make it bad. I'll make it so bad that, uh, nobody does it anymore. We get rid of it and it didn't work. They didn't get rid of it. And they still have to do it. Yeah. Just like they still have to do Saturday Night Live at all. Yeah. It's like, I don't think anybody wants to do it anymore, but it must go on. Yeah. Well, and I guess the last, maybe there's still the weekend update people, but it's like, it's that duo of the black guy and the white guy. And they like, like one time a year, they like write each other's bits. And the black guy's like always making the white guy say really racist stuff. <laughs> The end. Yeah, and that's the bit. Yeah. It's just the white guy reading the prompt and then just going like... I can't say that. Deer in the headlights, just like, I can't. And, they, and they're like, you have to say it. You have to say the words. Okay. <laughs> hey. Yeah. And then he just like, head in his hands, is like repeating these words. We should, we should do this sometime. That'd be interesting. <laughs> Write each other's bits. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Well, we'd have to like plan ahead. Oh, uh, yeah. We'd have... <laughs> Like good luck. That would be it. Would be pretty hard to do because I'd have to like write out you forgetting celebrities' names all night. Uh huh. And like, yeah, that's you mean. I'd have to write out you trying to establish who somebody is (laughs) based on loose descriptions of things they might have been in. Yes. Yeah. So it'd be pretty tough. Yeah. Yeah. I would though like to try to like preemptively like precog whatever the week's news like game news was going to be because that stuff's getting like pretty hard to (laughs) pretty hard to crack something something nft something something uh yeah i don't i don't think that's still happening (laughs) i think i think people have uh i think the uh the curtain has been pulled back to reveal you know that it's just a guy trying to t- take your money in a Ponzi scheme enough. Like that's happened enough times that people are starting to like get it. <laughs> Wait a minute, is this one a scam? No, <laughs> I know the last ten were scams, but this one's for real this time. <laughs> this is the real one. This is the one that is going to create a. Uh, unregulated decentralized currency this is the one this is it's it's gonna happen please please well but for nft stuff it's just please just please just give us the money and we promise we'll make a game (laughs) and you can't see it because it's a podcast but i'm nodding my head to say no violently yes well i promise we'll make a game as they nod no as hard as possible Uh uh-huh I don't really, I don't really, um, I don't really know what people were thinking whenever they would see those, like, those, like, rewards or whatever, or, like, ambitions of, like, we'll make a TV show and we'll make a a game using these NFTs. And it's like, you're going to make a, you're going to make a TV show at a, AI generated art. <laughs> you're gonna, 
you're gonna like what is why <laughs> yeah also like why are we having ai generate like art and writing stories and all of the fun things that humans want to do why can't we go have ai do things like my homework you know like why are we having them do the fun stuff like what do you mean by your homework well if it's, if it's math they can already do math they can already do math <laughs> but i mean like i'm just talking about like all the work you know like i mean there's people who do work that's not fun like like I, it's hard for us to say like we're in creative field right like yeah. we get to do fun stuff but i mean most people's jobs like are well, not why, why don't they make the ai do jobs so because that way we don't have to do work and we can do uh, we can do the art well here's the problem with that is that they they do do that <laughs> and then the people who work in those jobs are like the robots took our jobs <laughs> and then they right, don't have any work just like but they should still pay us <laughs> You're okay, so you want to, but then you have to train them to like build and maintain those robots. I mean, that's how Star Trek is, right? Like the robots do all the work, but then they still get paid, right, or something. I don't know. They don't no, really have. They don't money. have money. They don't have money. Yeah, like so we just get rid of money. Robots do the work, and everything's good, right? Well, they and... don't on Star Trek. Well, that's just the Federation, right? Like the Earth Federation people don't have money and I guess don't have bathrooms, but they do take a shower. But I don't know how they I don't know how they poop because they never they, show the three seashells. Yeah, they never show like you know they never show Picard on his private toilet that he has in his office. And you know he's got a private toilet in his office. I mean, isn't that chair that he sits on on the bridge a toilet? I don't think so. Oh. I hope not, because looks, they get shaken around pretty violently in there. It looks kind of like a Japanese toilet. <laughs> and you don't, and you don't want, you don't want all that loose fluid flying around whenever you're getting shaken around. You, can, by the, you put the lid down; it's fine. Did you sit, you sit on the lid? Yeah, when you when you have your pants up. I can't. I've never seen him drop <laughs> trow and sit. On, on the deck. Yeah, but on I mean, the... they edit out a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they edit out all those, like, long, like, 10-mile hikes that they do. Like, they're like, let's transport in. Uh-huh. And rather than transport where we want to go, we'll transport, like, 20 miles away and then walk to the thing that we need to get to. Like, they always edit out the boring parts that nobody cares about. I feel like I would want to... Not that I want to see that. Like, I don't want to see... Jean-Luc Picard on the toilet. I'm not saying I want to see that. You just literally said that you haven't seen him on it and you want to see it to know that there's toilets in the I want to see the that there are toilets, but that could be like Picard coming out of the toilet with like a space like he, newspaper. Like he just hear, he's like, one minute, and, and he's like, engage. And you hear a flush, and <laughs> uh-huh. then he comes out and get a little bit of TP stuck through his shoe. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And engage is what you say to flush the toilet. Engage is what he says to flush the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. He said it to that. Yeah. And then, yeah, so that's how that works. But then, but yeah, and I can't be on the bridge because you can't have 
<laughs> you can't have Wesley Crusher and like, you know, I guess probably a minor like turn around and just be like, come on. Because <laughs> that's what that's what young Wesley Crusher would say if he saw if he saw Picard just on the toilet and be like, come on. Yeah. Especially if like Picard was like not all the way down, like he was like mid squat, and so he's just like everything's there, you know. And mm-hmm. Wesley's just like, ah! <laughs> "Hey, what are you doing?" <laughs> he's just like, "Come on, I, I'm the captain," you know. <laughs> I gotta go. It's the captain's law. <laughs> Ugh, <laughs> that's a Beavis and Butthead joke. <laughs> I think that's literally a Beavis and Butthead joke. Literally. Um. <laughs> Yeah, and I think they do make a joke about like a number one taking a number two. So <laughs> I think that I think those are both I think those are both credited to Mike Judge. <laughs> some beeps and butthead jokes. Uh, yeah, but you can't have that. And I know, and, and even though Cap, Captain Picard's like, "What? We're in the military?" Because I guess technically they are. <laughs> you see, you see a lot of stuff. You see a lot of you see a lot of stuff in the military. People on toilets. <laughs> People on toilets. I don't think... list. <laughs> <laughs> that is, I will say, like looking back at like old war photos, you know, and and it, there's gore. You know, there's people who lost their limbs, and then I think about like, oh man, because we just watched that movie, uh, All Quiet on the Western Front about World War One. And there's this, you know, they go to the toilet, but the toilet is a log that you sit on over a pit. And I'm like, ugh, oh boy. War is hell. Yeah. <laughs> you can't, can't do that. I can't do that. <laughs> the gunfire, that, none of that phases me. It's the toilet situation. <laughs> like, the That's the part that I really just couldn't handle that war. <laughs> Losing all my friends in battle. The PTSD from various traumas and stuff, having to kill a man for the first time. Fine. Poop on a log. I can't do it. I'm out. <laughs> that's where you draw the line. That's what, that's it. Um, yeah. It's awful. Because you got to think like, you got to think somebody, somebody sat on that log, fell backwards. <laughs> You know, like somebody did that. And then he never lives that down. Like you know, he's, he's just got to, he's just got to, he's got to get killed the next day. <laughs> it's it's Latrine Larry. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. He's like, okay, well that's it. I definitely just got to go step in a landmine or something. Cause then I won't be Latrine Larry. I'll just be landmine Larry. Landmine Larry. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's what you have to do at that point. Yeah. But so anyway, yeah. So space toilets, I need... To know that they exist. Because I I think they have space showers. I think they show people getting out of space showers. Even though I'm just like, why don't they... Why don't they teleport the dirt off? Or do they even have dirt? I guess they have dirt on other planets that they go to. Yeah, I mean, they definitely get dirty on occasion. Yeah. Like, 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 sometimes, you know, they'll be attacked and, like, they'll just have, like, charred sections of suit... For, for no reason, right? Yeah, from all the pyro that goes off whenever they get shot. Yeah, like like there was a lot of like, there were a lot of like fireworks that were like built into the consoles that just explode. It's like airbags, but dangerous, right? Like so, whenever, danger bags. <laughs> yeah, 
like like they had just have all these like M80s and stuff like stapled to the console so that whenever they get hit, like you just have like little miniature explosions that come out and like set your clothes on fire. Yeah, it's like the it's it's like the tilt on a pinball machine. Like if you shake it too much, then it's like, oh, I gotta I gotta blow up a little. Stop shaking me. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what the computers all do. Right. But definitely, at least, like, even if it wasn't, even if not next generation, like, original Star Trek definitely had shower. Because, I mean, in that one, like, like, uh, uh, Kirk got shirtless a lot and we get, like, sweaty and, yeah, and whatnot. So, like, and then, like, you know, later he would be back in his clothes. And I don't think he just put a, you know, put a shirt on this sweaty, sweaty, sh- sweaty yeah. body. Yeah. Yeah, probably not. So, like, at, at the very least, people still sweat in the future. Mm-hmm. Well, so I think that's just biology. Like, right. So there's definitely still a need, and but they like they don't even have like the they don't even show the laundry, right? No, I don't think they. Yeah, they don't show those mundane jobs like laundry. Uh, Do they just like throw their clothes in the trash and just like fabricate a new one in the in the morning? Well, like, wait, does original series have replicators? No. No. They actually have... I don't know. Well, okay. But let's just say Next Generation. Do they just like... Next Generation, yeah. Do they just like have a machine just make them a new pair of clothes every morning? Because that would save on like tailoring and laundry and all of that. Yeah. And it would always fit. Right. Yeah. So they probably throw it in some kind of like incinerator, you know, (laughs) where they throw the triples. The triples, yes. Yeah. And then it reconstitutes as new clothes or something. What if that's just how their closet works? Like you put the clothes on a clothes hanger, put it in the closet. Because they've got robes. I've seen the robes. So they put the clothes uniform in the closet and it just goes like, whoop, whoop, you know, and like. Just deletes it. Deletes it and, it and then remakes it. Yeah. I know. I mean, I feel like if we had that technology, that's that's the way like our lives would exist, right? Like closets would be a thing in the past. You just have like a printer that just like, you know, prints out like a, a clothing, an outfit. Yeah. Every morning. Cause if they can make food instantaneously and they can teleport things, right. They, they, they're just storing the molecular structure. Yeah. You just have to have like a matter hole. Yeah. And that, I think the, the chip, like, all the waste goes to. Well, it, it would just need to, you need to have a thing that like, deconstitutes the matter into its composite parts, which is the teleporter system, right? So it just like teleports it into the like I don't know some kind of bank of molecules and then when it's like, oh you need the fresh clothes I'm gonna, here you go boop, there's your fresh clothes Maybe that's why they don't have bathrooms like, because it just pulls it out yeah, and like they just like like maybe you have to get like a surgery where they just like put some sort of like colostomy bag inside of you that like you know just collects it all into like a little mini teleporter in there. Yes. See, this is an idea I had back in high school, which was <laughs> the butt teleporter. Just never have to poop again. Yeah, you never poop again. And people people always were just like, "But where does the poop go?" And I said, "It doesn't matter where it goes. <laughs> where does it go now? It just goes there." <laughs> Yeah, they, they're not they're not like very obsessed about like where the poop goes with the toilet. Yeah, yeah, they're just they're certain it goes to some place that's like perfect for human poop. 
Right. And it's like, no, that's really just down the street. It goes street. to the river. It goes to the river. Yeah. It's like, it, unless you got a water treatment plant then that like pulls all that stuff out as like dry waste and then like puts it in, I don't know, the dump or something. I don't know. But actually they, they sell that waste to farmers and other things. Human poop? Yes. I didn't think human poop was good for uh farmers. Well, you have to clean all the germs out. Yes, oh. once you've melted the hepatitis in the poop, <laughs> then then it's fine. Okay. So yeah. Sun dried poop is uh artisanal uh fertilizer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Organic sun dried poop. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. In space, uh they just there's no toilets. That's what it is. They just pull it out. Uh, but it, it does still have to like go all the way through. So you can still get like gas. You can still get a rumbly tumbly. Right. And, but it will go all the way through until the end. gas also teleports out. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's no space farts if that's what you're asking. Okay. Yeah. In space, no one can hear you fart. Right. Because you don't fart. You don't fart. It never comes out. Okay. Yeah. But how about puking? Well, yeah, no. You definitely can still puke. You can still puke, for sure. Yeah. But the thing about... I think they've wiped out most disease unless it's space Well, I mean, disease. yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're just like... Nobody's going to like go to a replicator and be like, here, make me a taco. And then they'll be like, yeah, I'm going to just leave that taco on my... out, Like, setting out at room temperature for three days and then be like, well, I need to eat. Let me just eat this old, like, three-day-old taco. Right? Because they'll just like, throw it back in the matter hole. And then, and then be like, make me a fresh taco. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, food poisoning seems like a thing of the past because the food is just instantly what you want as soon as you ask for it. Yeah, and it's going to be it's going to be good and it's going to be healthy. Right, and there's not going to be like you can't say like you're not going to be like please make me uh, a chicken noodle soup with a little bit of rat feces in it. Well, and you're not going to be like, hey, replicator, I need you to make me like. Three-day-old shrimp. Yeah, please make me some botulism green beans. Yeah, I need some cross-contaminated lettuce. I need <laughs> some E. coli raw hamburger meat uh, <laughs> to to just stuff in my face. Yeah, so like food poisoning, that's not going to be a thing. Yeah, you can't do that. Right, so like throwing up, like you're just going to have to get a space virus. That's the way that you get that. Yeah, you have to get a space virus. And also, before you think about it, they do sell alcohol. And by sell, I mean replicate alcohol. But it's not going to get you drunk. Because it's just going to magically cut you off after a certain amount? Well, I think it's because it just is not... the, The replicator alcohol is not real alcohol. It's like... What's the point? I don't know. I guess I've never seen anybody drunk in space. Now, the the thing, I think where this kind of comes off the rail. Surely, the, surely you can get actually drunk. You can get actually drunk, but you need to use alien space alcohol. So like, I think, I think the, I think the, I don't, I think the Romulans and the Ferengi, and probably the Klingons all have their own like alcohol drink. That's all like obviously it's way too strong for humans to drink, so they get immediately wasted. Well, I would like to think of the idea that like sure they have these drinks that will like destroy humans' internal organs, but I love the idea of like thinking about like 
oh, but you know, if a Klingon wants to get high as balls, they just go have a strawberry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they don't really, they never really do the inverse of just like, yeah, oh, this like, this like, human that's, food. Like that's like sci-fi needs to like delve into that a little bit more. Where like, you know, like what if what if Vulcans just like just get the worst, just you know nightmarish diarrhea when they have a piece of chocolate or something right like you know that kind of thing where it's like oh yeah no we can't have peanut butter jelly sandwiches here because if i have peanut butter i'm just gonna it's gonna make me unconscious for three days (laughs) yeah like some really innocuous food it just like it does them in and it's like oh yeah would you how did you deal with the uh Robbie Lynn invasion. Oh, we snuck raspberries into their sodas. <laughs> yeah. They ate a fruit salad and they just got knocked out. <laughs> they thought they were blackberries, but they weren't. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why that doesn't happen. I mean, that's that's very much like the uh, War of the Worlds, like they got the common cold kind of thing. But, right. Yeah. Yeah. But funnier. Are we supposed to talk about games? Yeah, I was just about to say that. Oh, yeah. So I've been playing Avengers more. I showed you that this morning. Yes. I think it's generally a pretty fun action game, uh, but they they messed it up. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, again, I look at it and I'm like, um, if you took the action game piece out, it's like every mobile game. Yeah. Where there's just like a there's like a dozen different currencies and a thousand different upgrade vectors, but then there's still like to dumb it down, there's still that one generic like power stat mm-hmm. that everything adds to and you're just like you know, it's basically like you're just perpetually and indefinitely and Never, uh, you're never going to be able to max out every character because there's always going to be some new thing that comes along that adds more and to the cap that increases the cap, and there's going to be a new upgrade and a new currency kind of thing. And it's like this endless, like, like dragon you're chasing to try and get maximum strength, but also, like, unless you spend money directly, it's this horrible grind fest of like thousands of hours to to get all the currencies that you need to reach all of those goals. And that's what it feels like to me. Uh, I think, so here's the thing. I guess here's how I feel about grind games is that I don't, I don't care for grindy games when the grindy part is not fun. When I want to, when I get to the point where I want to automate, like leveling up or something, then like I think that's bad design. But then I think back to like playing Final Fantasy VII, you know, original that, or like playing Kingdom Hearts, and I'm like, oh man, yeah, those had terrible grindy mechanics, and they worked. They didn't have all this like free to play junk. Right, but but here's the thing: those what those games also had was. Uh, like like Final Fantasy VII in particular, right, was like, yes, you could grind the hell out of it and you could go and like 
morph those creatures in the sunken airplane uh, forever until you got all the little, I can't remember what the, the, the things were, but there was like those consumables. Like every time you ate oh, the, the consumable s- source, the sources. Yeah. yeah. Like every time you ate one, it would like add plus one to a stat. Like you could literally grind the hell out of it and get every single stat to 255 by like morphing monsters into sources for ages on end. Or you could just get like the right combination of a couple of skills and make a really awesome, powerful team by just strategically choosing what to invest in and what to build. And that's the thing that I feel like the the Avengers game that you showed me lacks. It's not about let me get these, let me branch down these three paths and make an interesting build. It's I must fill in the matrix and get every single thing to every, max out every single ability and every single column and every single tree to at the max level. Otherwise I'm inefficient and haven't reached my goal. And that's the problem I have with it. It's not about selective investment. It's about, depth and breadth at the same time and maxing out every single thing. I don't think it's about maxing everything out. Um, because you, you do have different kinds of builds that you can spec into as, as different characters because of how their skills and stuff work. So like, I don't, cause like, so one thing is you can't like, uh, there's a sets of skills beyond the, the there's the initial trees of stuff that is like, just unlocking actions, right? And I don't even unlock most of those because a lot, a lot of them, I'm just like, I'll never use that. I'll never remember that this is a move I can do, right? And so I don't even bother. But what they, what the, there's like four skill trees, right? And so what the latter two skill trees do, not the fourth one, because the fourth one's just the like, I don't know, you're still leveling up. Here's some points. Here's some like very, very minor, like, one or two percent stat increases to whatever right so that's just just junk but the the other things are like you they've got a list of like three upgrades right and so you can kind of like pick which one of the three for each skill you want to specialize in because they do they do different things like they'll increase like you can say like oh i want to work on or i want to i want to lean into like building up stun meter this character i want to lean into like my critical hit chance or i want to lean into status effect damage or something like that so you can lean into those things and you can lean into those things with like yeah it's still like rng gear drops or whatever but the gear when you start to get to the like legendary gear stuff they have like more specific like this buffs you know these sets of skills or these sorts of like actions or skills for your for your character it's not just like i don't know plus 10 damage plus you know those sorts of things it's like so you and then you can keep that gear and if you get gear that's over level 100 that's like a purple or yellow or better you can hold on to it and just like keep upgrading the level on that so it'll keep upgrading the stats so you can keep your your build that you've decided to like run with, right? So you can get to choosing, being more choosy about how you want your character to like be specced out. 
So I don't think it's really the like blow out all the stats because you have to blow them all out but, or whatever kind of approach that maybe I made it seem. I don't know. I saw a bunch of skill trees and and like every box had been filled in each one and that's what it Well, no, it wasn't like you didn't I didn't show you like what my choices were for those skill trees. Right, but you filled in every box. Just the the fact that there's a choice doesn't really make a difference to me that like it would have been more interesting to me if you had a skill tree branch and you could only fill two of them of the four columns, right? Because that means you actually have to give something up to get something else. Yeah, I guess, because you don't, you can always like just change it. But like so many games just have a respec button anyway that I don't think like that matters as much. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. they just let you respec uh, depending on how you want to play it. So, so I don't know, you know. Uh, I think the minute-to-minute actual gameplay is pretty fun, though, when it's not, like, super buggy. I don't know how many bug videos I've got, but it's probably a lot at this point. <laughs> uh-huh. But anyway, yeah, I'm still playing that because I haven't got a new game. Oh, well, I guess I did get a new game. I got Star Wars. It's an old game. It's Star Wars Squadrons, which is like a X-Wing versus TIE Fighter remake sort of thing. Yeah, I haven't played that one either. I got it. I got that one because it had a VR component. And I just want to see what it was like. Like, because I so many like VR flight simulator, like dogfighting ones are just terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, or they're just not made to be fun with a control, like the controllers, you know? It's like, no, you must use a keyboard and mouse. To, like, can't remember what they are but some of them are like the controllers just don't even work right to fly or pilot the ship you have to use keyboard or mouse oh what like something. uh elite dangerous or something yeah stuff like that yeah oh. and then but so and i thought like if nothing else star wars is will probably feel like fast fun dog fighting combat which is kind of what i was hoping to get out of a vr game yeah it's uh <laughs> it's pretty yeah, so I I had been playing No Man's Sky. I'm still kind of playing it here and there, but um, that was a, that was another one, and I couldn't play that one in VR to even get to the flying the ship because the survival you have three seconds to find oxygen or you die bullshit was so painful that I just didn't even want to bother. <laughs> I'm like. I don't know how to use the controls. You're not telling me how to play the game at all in VR. Uh-huh. I don't know what any of the buttons on the controllers do it all and i have three seconds to live or i'm going to die from like frozen radiation lack of oxygen there's like three meters that are killing me all at the same time i don't know how to deal with any of them i don't even really know how to move or how to pick up an item and you're telling me i've got like 45 seconds before i die uh no this is not fun i quit well uh star wars yeah i've been playing it on the controller and it works pretty well but what I was going to say was the very, very simplistic flight controls of No Man's Sky, where like dogfighting is like super easy. Because all you have to do is like hold down the left trigger to like lock on to an enemy. And and so like Star Wars makes you like adjust your uh, ratio between your engines, weapons and shields. And so you have like 
so which is really like how tie fighter used to be um and then you've got um a throttle that you have to like move between like full, full forward or full so it's like a very analog throttle uh and so you have to like man- manage your speed so that you can do turns efficiently and stuff and actually dogfight and lead your target and that sort of thing with the lasers and stuff. So it's pretty like I I definitely died a couple times in, in one of the early missions and was like, oh okay, this is actually asking something of me to play this game. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I would say give that a shot in VR because uh you could just use the it's all flying all the time. There's no it's just flying and menu navigation so you can just use a controller. To, to do all that stuff. Okay. Cool. Well, I've been playing Oblivion. I think I'm about done with it. I finished the main game, which is the first time I've actually finished the main game in Oblivion. Like, when I tried to play it originally, I got stuck in, like, an endless loop of closing Oblivion gates. And, like, I kept finding Oblivion gates and closing them, and it would like it consumed all of my time because I would go in and like everybody dropped really expensive weapons and I had to pile them all up in a pile and then get them all out and then sell them and then go back in and finish closing the gate. And I was like, Oh, I'm bored of doing this. (laughs) You just made too much work for yourself. Yes. Selling all the goods. Yes. Uh, so I, I, um, but this time I got through it. I had my spreadsheet to make sure that I leveled up perfectly. Uh, to keep track of all my skill and skill growth and stat growth and all that nonsense. You know how that goes. Yeah, but and yeah, and this is because you're using the standard because, broken leveling. Yes. No, no. The only mod that I used, like I said, the only, the only like real like game changing mod that I used was the one where like, the rewards that you get that were leveled level up with you because I'm not like, cause I, I wanted to play the game. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, I like, I don't want to have to like hold off and get to like level 30 before I can do any quest. <laughs> like, cause that's the way it works. Like if you, if you do any quest before level 30, then you'll get a crappier version of the item. I'm like, uh, I'm not going to just like go sit in a hole and like cast spells at a wall until I'm level 30 so that I can go get the best version of every item. No, I'll just get a mod to fix that problem. And those things like also like level up with you. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, so like, if you get like, you get the amulet from the mages guild, that's got the best spell absorption set in the game. If you get it at like level 25 or something. Mm. Right. But if you get it at level six, when you probably would, then it's terrible. It's a terrible item. Well, and the other the other mod you're using is the unofficial patch that fixes all the bugs. Yes. Yes. Because uh that's how uh Square Enix has decided that uh Elder Scrolls games are to be fixed. Is they'll release five hundred versions of Skyrim, but they won't incorporate any of the fixes from the unofficial Skyrim patches. You still have to download the unofficial Skyrim patch for whatever latest version of Skyrim has been released. 
by Square Enix, you mean Bethesda slash Bethesda, yeah, Zenimax or whatever. I, yes, you know what I meant. I got all crazy. I'm asleep now. Shush. Pete Davidson. <laughs> that was his name. Yes, that's how Bethesda has decided that they will fix their games. Is just let the community do it and, <laughs> and never suck and it never if you played it on console and never incorporate any of those fixes themselves. Yeah, I guess the only ones they have to fix are the ones that are like. Uh, progression mobile. blockers for Xbox players. Yeah, sure, yeah. Things that will like make them lose their certification or something. Yeah. Yeah, sure. It's it's kind of ridiculous that like those games have had so many releases. They've had so many chances. And some of them are like one line fixes, you know, that like okay, you went and made a version of this game for the Switch. You had coders and people working on it yeah you could have just gone in and like given somebody and like i said before like they could have just like paid the people who made the patch a little bit of money and and said like hey we'll put your name in the credits of this next release some some of them might have done it just for their name in the credits right yeah like let us just take this and, and like build it into a patch. Yeah, let's just let's merge this this file that's mostly just like probably just a bunch of data, a bunch of like, you know, Boolean values. Yeah, it's almost like no code, right? It's like, oh, we just didn't do a check here when we should have yeah. kind of thing. Or we did this check before we did this other check, which caused <laughs> caused this quest to break forever. Yeah. For 80% of people. <laughs> or, yeah, for some reason, this this item was just set to not actually spawn in. Right. Or uh, this character was set to have its corpse disappear when we when we have literally a checkbox in our editor to, do, to fix it. Yeah, it makes me curious what this... Uh, is it Starfield? Mm-hmm. Is going to be like? Because I... Considering, I think, like, Fallout 76 was the last thing that they made. Mm-hmm. And that thing was, like, just, like, riddled with bugs on release. <laughs> I, I I don't really have a lot of confidence. Did you ever play that game? No. Yeah. I didn't either. It was... I mean, it was... A, I, I don't know. I, I, I won't... I don't get or play online multiplayer-only games. I just won't do it. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. <laughs> I mean, I don't even. I don't even play the games that I have that have a multiplayer aspect to them. Multiplayer most of the time. Yeah, yeah. And I think. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think. I think this is what makes like working at a game company, and being probably like the worst contemporary <laughs> gamer is it, like big. Makes things difficult for me to understand some of our like game design decisions sometimes because they're like, yeah, let's do this thing that like integrates with Twitch, and I'm like, why? I don't want to. I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> and then, and then they come back to it and like, yeah, that thing we did is really popular, and I'm like, I, I, you could have fooled me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why anybody wants to interact with that. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely a bit old man yells at cloud when it comes to my opinions on video games. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, first of all, yes, I'm I'm not really 
I don't really care about Twitch either. Um, but more than that, like, I don't, uh, I feel like I'm the only person who doesn't have a PlayStation. Like, I have a PlayStation and a Switch, um, and I don't have any of the Plus accounts or whatever. Like, I can't, even if I wanted to play multiplayer on my consoles, I can't because I don't, I refuse to pay the extra monthly fee to be allowed to play multiplayer. So, like, when I played Elden Ring, it was, I, it was basically, I played the disconnected, you don't have internet mode of Elden Ring. Oh, really? Like, I had no, there was no possible chance of anybody invading me. There was a, a full quest line that I couldn't do for one of the characters because you have to invade other players to do their quest line. Uh-huh. So there's one part of the game like, well, I'm just never going to see that. Item. It wasn't even a good item that you get doing the quest. I'm like, uh, I don't care. But yeah, there's like, there's like full like, you know, like all of the like little like notes that people leave to each other on the ground. Like I didn't see any of that crap. Oh man, I didn't. I didn't know that all of that stuff was going to be locked behind PlayStation Plus. Yeah, it is now. Like uh, the uh, original Demon Souls didn't have that limitation. Right? Yeah, like it, it still fully connected to all the servers and stuff. Um, Dragon's Dogma was the same way. Like Dragon's Dogma, like still connected to all the servers. You could still see other people's pawns and all of that. I fear. If they do make another Dragon's Dogma, which I know they've we've seen some talk about, that like I would just be stuck with like prefab pawns and couldn't share my character with anyone oh, because like all of that stuff would be locked behind PlayStation Plus, Plus connection. That'd be awful, but I mean probable, right? Yeah, I, I suppose, but yeah, man, that that would suck. I mean, to like I have think... to have like such a core mechanic be paywalled. Yeah. Well, and that's why like I was like I I told people it's like you know Elden Ring is pay to win because there's certain items that you can't get unless you pay for the internet connection to to do multiplayer. Ah. <laughs> uh. And um, yeah, I mean like. Like, uh, I played Monster Hunter World fully single player. Uh-huh. You know, same thing. It's got this whole, there's this whole, like, area that you can go up to that's, like, this big, like, guild hub bullshit uh-huh. place. And it's like, look at all the people that are here. And I came up with, like, yeah, it's just me. Just me and my single player with no possibility to see any other players ever. Yeah, I I had the PlayStation Plus thing for, like, the first couple years I owned a PS4 and then uh, I just didn't redo it. I just didn't re-up because they were like, oh yeah, we're going to give you all these free games, you know, with you keep, you keep subscribing and we'll add these games to your library. And then I was like, but you know what I could also do? not spend that money on the subscription and buy the games I actually want. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and here it's either you can pay, pay this monthly fee to get a bunch of games you don't really want. Yeah. Or you already have like, Oh, here this, this month's free game is a game that you bought two years. ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or it's a game that like, 
or it's like three games that you never in your life would want to play them because they're just like i don't know mobile ports of mobile games or something and you're like oh great cool like nine out of nine out of 12 months of the year it's it's gonna be it's gonna be junk and then every once in a while you'll get a two-year-old game and i'm like oh all right okay i guess yeah cool I mean, we've talked about Game Pass before. It's the same kind of deal. We're like, yeah, you pay. I guess the people who got in early and like tricked Microsoft into only paying a dollar mm-hmm. are fine. But I'm, uh, you know, I'm sure they're those people are probably paying the real price at this point. But uh-huh. but so many people are like, oh yeah, it's such a great deal. And I think it's isn't it like thirty bucks a month or something? I don't really know. I don't. I don't do it either. But like. And is the game free forever? Or is it just free for like a little while? It depends. If that's, it's a Microsoft game, it's free forever. If it's not a Microsoft game, they might just pull it. So, uh, you, you don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, like I, the way people talk about it to me, it sounded like sometimes it's temporary because it's like, oh, it's free on Game Pass now. Yeah, but like. Does that mean it won't be later? What does that mean? Yeah. But it, it's just, yeah, I mean, like every game that they talked about, like, oh, yeah, this is free on Game Pass. I was just like, okay. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's, you know, again, being like one of the worst common or contemporary gamers, like I paid $15 for this Avengers game and I'm playing it like three months later, you know. I paid $30 for No Man's Sky and I've been playing it for like four months. And then I got that Star Wars game for free on Epic Store. So like that's. And I booted up Oblivion again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, (laughs) like we're just. Man, I would feel bad for anybody who like picks up this podcast and is like, yeah, I want to hear what people are saying about video games these days. And then they get us and it's just like. Remember that? Remember that old game from 1987? I'm playing that now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, I did get a game from 1987. Uh, I, I did. I picked up some some uh, NES games the other day. I was about to say I bought an old copy of Punch Out. No, I got Crystallis, which and and uh, uh, Star Tropics. Okay. They're pretty good. There there was there were some of the ones on my list of NES games to to have that I hadn't got yet. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of NES games that you should collect that I'm going to take, I'm going to bring us over to topics. Um, there was a canceled NES game or super NES game. I think it is starring Steven Seagal. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> This, I guess this was back when he was slightly more relevant and not like some weird guy that was like a sheriff or something. Some weird guy that was a sheriff? He was, well, he's always been a weird guy, but he was like a sheriff of a town for a while, wasn't he? I don't know. I thought he just went from movies to being a, a Buddhist or something. No, I think he was like a sheriff of a town. Oh. There was a reality show about it. He might have been a sheriff for the reality show or the reality show might have been about him being the sheriff. Not sure which happened first. Uh, yeah, I, I never. 
knew about that, but this is a Steven Seagal video game that we could have had. We could have had. It's like the Steven Seagal game that never was. Yeah. And okay. it's an isometric beat em up game with what looks like um, something approximating uh, the like Mortal Kombat style, like take photos of people and, and digitize them into frames of animation uh, method of, of animating stuff. And he just walks around and the gameplay is him walking through sewers and, <laughs> and like beating up what look like maintenance people <laughs> and scientists. So it's pretty good. I guess they're the villains. I don't know. <laughs> so, Yeah. So I had a question for you, mm-hmm. which is, which which action heroes should have had their own video game? Okay, which action heroes should have had their own video game? Yeah. Well, I would say, and again, I can't remember his name, but the Pete guy, Davidson. Davidson, no, <laughs> uh, uh, the guy uh, from Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, now you've given me your amnesia. Yes, it has Kurt spread. Russell. Right, but what Kurt Russell's character? What was that? Uh Oh, Kurt Russell's character in Big Trouble in Little China? Yes. It was uh oh, drives the Pork Chop Express. What's his name? Um <laughs> I like how you can remember Pork Chop Express, but you can't remember his name. Yeah. Was it Bert something? No, now you're thinking of Burt Macklin. <laughs> Burt Macklin. It is, yeah, Kurt Kurt Russell plays Burt Russell. Burt Russell. <laughs> yes, yes, that's it. Oh, no, Jack Burton. Jack Burton. There oh, was well, Burt. Burt was in there. There was a yeah. Burt. Yeah, Jack Burton. Okay, yes. So you would play as Jack Burton. Um, it would not be an action game. It would just be a long-haul trucker simulator. <laughs> So you you it's just the pork chop express. Yeah. Uh-huh. And occasionally there would be also be like an intricate dialogue system where you could go on the uh, CB radio and give old Jack Burton sing. <laughs> would it just be like a like a, a like he would give us an opening statement and you have to like select from a list like what you know like yeah, my like old papa used to say yeah, or whatever that is. Yeah, it would be like a is, Mad Lib you know. type of thing where like old Jack Burton yeah. Always says, you know, never count your peanuts before your spaghettios are finished. Yeah, something like that. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So what do you... Do you actually drive the truck? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You actually drive the truck, and you have to do these on-the-fly, like, dialogue selections. Yes. Yeah. And if you fail at the dialogue selection, it wears down your self-confidence. <laughs> Right. You have to inspire other truckers through your dialogue choices. And that <laughs> allows you to form convoys to, like, get your deliveries completed more efficiently. This is a real strand-type game that you're <laughs> suggesting here. Sure. Kind <laughs> of, yes. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. No, now I want the Death Stranding mod that is... Jack Burton's 
Porkchop Express. <laughs> driving around, driving around post-apocalypse America. Yeah. Yeah. Building people up. Yeah. So that's, that's that one. Yeah. Um, did Arnold Schwarzenegger, does he have video games? Yes. Yeah. I mean, there was a Terminator video game. There's a Terminator game. video game. There's a Terminator 2 video game. Two Terminator 2 video games, at least. Yes, because there's the one that was like the gun, the the light gun game. Yeah. But that one, you're playing like just somebody in the future. You're, yeah, you're playing Maybe a you're random. Playing John Connor? I don't know. I don't think so. But you're but just some guy with a gun in the future. Yes. Um, but then there is the Terminator 2 video game where you play as Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. As, the, yeah, as the T 800. Yeah. Riding around on a motorcycle. Yeah, and I'm also pretty sure there was a Last Action Hero video game. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, was there a Last Action Hero video game? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Um, surely there's... Yeah, so... But, yeah. was there a Roadhouse video game? Oh. Yeah. I don't think so. Where you get to like rip somebody's throat out, right? <laughs> and there's a like steamy naked tai chi mini game. Sure. Uh, let's see. Um, also, was there an over the top video game? Just arm wrestling. Just. Uh, I mean, there was. Well, no, not an. There was not an over the top arm wrestling game. There are arm wrestling games, but not specifically one about, I guess, earning enough money to. What was that movie about? I he has know. a son, right? Is he a I single guess. dad? I don't know. Is he trying to earn money to like. I don't want to make assumptions. I don't know. Keep the, keep keep the, the like, kid? theater house open. I don't know. <laughs> He has to arm wrestle, but what he really wants is to dance. <laughs> well, I mean, that would be an interesting twist on the on the keep the theater house open plot line, wouldn't it? It'd be like, we have to keep the, the theater, that we got to pay the taxes or they're going to shut down the theater. It's like, well, I've got an idea. Why don't we put on one big arm wrestling and somebody just, <laughs> just comes in. I'll arm wrestle and win the money and be like, okay, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're like. I know you wanted to put on a big inspirational show, but screw that. We're going to help this guy arm wrestle. And that's how we're going to get the money to keep the theater going. Yeah. God. I just had a much worse idea. (laughs) It's just like, you got to earn enough money to keep the theater open. Or they're going to repossess it. And then somebody's like, I know. You start a cockfighting ring. <laughs> There's big money in it. Let's let's deal drags. <laughs> and then there's just a montage of these children selling drags. Yeah. Selling drugs. See, that's more interesting if it's an orphanage. Keep the orphanage from getting shut down. Yeah. They gotta sell, sell drugs. You gotta sell the drugs. Yeah, and then the children are just little drug mules. <laughs> That's the name of the movie, Little Lil, Drug Mules. Lil, like Lil, Lil Apostrophe. Right, right, yes, Lil Drug Mules. That's the name of the episode. 
Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they just they have to keep the orphanage open. They just sell drugs. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Problem solved. <laughs> Is that that the end of the action hero movies? <laughs> Yeah, I think I think we I think we take that to its natural conclusion. Right, chill, children as drug mules. Yeah, yeah, the dark and gritty reboot of Breaking Two, which is just <laughs> little drug mules. It's Breaking Two, Breaking Bad. Mm. <laughs> well, you're not going to get me to replace the name of the episode. It's, <laughs> nothing's going to be little drug mules. Fair enough. That does bring us to time. So do we want to wrap it up? <laughs> do we have anything else we want to bring up? No, I think we peaked at little drug mules. Yeah, I think that's I think that's true. Okay. Well, that'll wrap us up then. <laughs> <laughs>